Hello, welcome to the Physique Mastery Podcast. This is Scott Tuzana along with Brian Cron. Today we are talking about how to build some bigger legs. We're going to be sharing our techniques that we've used on ourselves as well as clients and hopefully provide you guys with uh, some helpful tips and give you some ideas to kind of incorporate into your own training because there is no best method out there for building legs. We can just offer some different suggestions for you to try yourself and see what works best uh, for you. And of course, the beauty of this sport is that there are so many different ways that we can go about uh, training our physiques, making our training a hell of a lot more fun and providing different stimulus for uh, our muscles there. So Brian, what are some of the techniques that you've found for your, yourself on uh, what, what has worked for you over the years for building your gigantic muscular Which legs? With it? What are they, the biggest legs? North of the Yukon? Uh, or? <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I think I walked away from that tagline. I got, I, that's, uh, that's my one non-weak point. <laughs> I don't call it a strong point. It's my non-weak point. Um, for me, like, that's the thing. Everybody's built differently, obviously. And, you know, if you are if you have good levers for, say, squatting, you just naturally, you know, kind of shorter legs and, a, and you have the right kind of frame for squatting, then squats are going to your best exercise for legs. And like for me, that's, you know, I responded really quickly when I was young to squatting and, you know, built big legs relatively, not easily, but just without having to try very hard. I didn't have to get creative. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later on, I, I would split my quads and my hams into two different days. I did that when I was like 25 till probably till I was 30. And that was huge for me. Like squatting one day, deadlifting the next day, just, you know, the problem is I used in hindsight, my reps were too low. Uh, so I think um, I kind of lost a lot of progress that I could have had had I taken more of a bodybuilding approach as opposed to a hardcore strength training approach. Like I got reasonably strong, but I just didn't get the kind of size that a higher volume would have afforded. Right. So that's a mistake. But um, that's, yeah, like, that's probably the first thing I would do if someone said I need to build my legs up quickly. I would say train twice a week, a quad emphasis day, and a hamstring emphasis day, and just but obviously bring the reps quite a bit higher. Right. Yeah, yeah. it's been fun. There's so many different ways to approach yeah. the leg training. Uh, there's been we, we've experimented with that approach as well, splitting up the quads. Yeah. Like there are yeah. days where I do quads and triceps, and then days where we do yeah. hamstrings and biceps. And that was always fun. Is like is a completely yeah. different experience yeah. overall. And, uh, yeah, definitely yeah. enjoyed it. It's a different feeling. Walking out of the gym when your quads are crazy pumped and your hamstrings, I mean, they get a little mm-hmm. bit of the engagement, yeah. active, activation from squats and all that stuff, but yeah. swollen quad, you just you almost feel very Bambi-ish. It's just a different different kind of feel walking out of there, as opposed to like when you do a full-out leg workout. So. Yeah, definitely. Like now, you know, at the age I'm at now, I'm just, my goals are a little bit different. So now I, I prefer kind of like we, we're doing in this month's programming a really heavy leg day and then uh, like a single leg day, yeah. you know, or you're just varying things that way. So that, that also certainly can work. Um, I'd say that's probably do, been the, the, one of the biggest, yeah. when I, uh, when I started experiencing the best growth in my yeah. legs, which wasn't until my thirties, my mid thirties, when yeah. I really, really grasped uh, what was most effective for, for building my legs. It was having, yeah. having a, a heavy focused strength, uh, focused leg yeah. day and then a pump day where we just yeah. hammered them. High rep stuff, isolation stuff, and um, I thought my legs responded exceptionally well to, to that kind of training. 
Oh, uh, absolutely. It could and, have been uh, just because it was a drastic change from what uh-huh. I've been doing, too. Like, uh-huh. Change is a big driving force there. Well, and it's also, you know, if you're not if you're not exceptionally gifted for building muscle in the legs, you really, I think, you really have to get into that mindset of, you know, at the risk of sounding contrived, getting into the pain zone. Like, you really have to push, you know, into well beyond what you think your failure is. Not so much with squatting and deadlifting because you'll wind up in a wheelchair, but, you know, it's definitely the leg press. A hundred percent. Yeah, you know, that's, like that's you, probably my favorite exercise yeah. to really, really give it. Yeah. Oh, probably. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And it's, um, but it's, it's, I don't, a lot of people just don't have that switch or else they've been, they're on the internet too much and they think that they don't have to work that, at that level of intensity, but... Um, when you, when you kind of can get there with a leg press, especially or a hack squat, or it's that produces a lot of growth. Yeah. Like getting that, that those extra two, three, four, sometimes ten reps when you're just well past what you think your failure is. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It's yeah. I find like with the leg extension, people can there's that little bit like people will sell themselves short, but they eh, feel the burn. Yeah. They feel the burn and they stop. Where you can you can keep yeah. going with that, but still you reach that point where. You're just you're just done. Uh, mm-hmm. Like a leg curl, I find it's it's just flat out fatigue. Like you just can't yeah. do it anymore. Whereas like leg press, there's something about it that yeah, it yeah. burns, it sucks, and yeah. I find there's depending on the load. If I'm going for like 15 to 20 reps, there's times where I can almost do 10 reps more than what I thought Easy. I could do, and then throw yeah. to keep going. You just keep going, and um, there's one time. We had in one of the physique mastery programs the three minute leg press, where it was nice oh. and lightweight. I almost forgot about that. I just it just clicked in, and as soon as I start thinking of pain and working through that burn, like oh. the first minute and a half, you're like, yeah, I can do this, and it's the second minute and a half where we we could have stopped, like at a minute and a half, done. But yeah. you kept going for another minute and a half. And you're like, this sucks. Oh my god! And it's non-stop, yeah. continuous, freaking three minute. Mm-hmm. Like that was the most disgusting thing. Uh, I think I've ever yeah. done it's just nasty but you had to you had to get your yeah. head in the game there. well yeah and, and like everything it's context is everything and and you know I'm just the king of high intensity training like Dorian Yates like people will watch his leg pressing and it's it's ridiculous like how hard he goes and people will say well that's not necessary like he's going way you know he's way beyond stimulating his muscles that's not necessary but again it's context like this is a guy who's pushed his body way, like probably past any potential. Like he's still trying to get more, and that's what you have to do. So when you're at that level, so you know, watering it down a bit for someone like us, or you still have to get beyond that comfort zone. And it's that that comfort zone. I don't know, man. It seems every year it, it gets lowered. <laughs> it seems yeah. like. Like, it, I don't know, in my personal opinion. Like, there's a time and a place for just, like, keeping a rep in the hole and all that jazz. And I, But on a leg press, especially if you are actively trying to improve your physique, like, aggressively going for something, you have to push into that pain zone. Yeah. You know. No doubt about it. Adam chimed in. He's in our physique mastery movement group as well. <laughs> he went through the three-minute workout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those, those were sucky awesome. <laughs> they were they suck so bad, yeah. but they worked so good. Um, yeah. I think we brought up genetics a few times too. Yeah. It definitely plays a big role. Definitely the, the structure, like some people are built for yeah. strength, your structure for depth and everything. But I do find it interesting. Like you, you look at, like think, I want to build my legs. I've got to follow Tom Platt's 
work for the He's got to know the secrets to having the big legs. Now, he's one of those guys that probably practiced your principles of if you've got a part that grows really well, responds well to training, just make it freakishly bigger. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like, I kind of prefer to look at people who like have really struggled to build their legs. Oh, yeah, what yeah, have yeah. they done to grow their legs yeah. rather than someone who just naturally pretty gifted at it as well. And there's a reason they genetically have a better body, stronger looking body part. And a lot, a lot of it has to do with their structure, their natural mechanics. Like they might yeah. perform an extra movement just in the ideal yeah. way where they're feeling just the right amount of tension in their muscles. And yeah. we struggle to get there. Yeah. Like if you don't have that perfect structure or if you don't have that, you know, just the wiring to really feel an exercise and we all have exercises that everyone says are the king of this or the king of that, and you do, and you, do, and you just don't feel where you're supposed to for whatever reason. Be even like just you just can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. Then you just gotta learn to experiment and try different things. And like with a leg press, you know, it could be something is is like changing the type of leg press. Like some people do better on the old school uh, vertical leg press as opposed to the 45 degree. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be obviously foot placement. It could be, you know, you know, maintaining a constant tension or pushing through the toes or the heels. Like these are all little things that you can change up. And of course, rep range. Like, it's, so if it's a legitimately like a weak point that you just can't get going, you have to experiment and you have to try new things. Yeah, and I think it yeah. op- oftentimes yes. we both said that yeah. if you have a weak point, like before you start changing programming and everything, like work, yeah. what is it about your technique that you can improve? Yeah. And I think the biggest breakthrough yeah. for me was, wasn't only just mixing up my training, my style of training, but it was the focus on the, the mind muscle connection. I really had to reduce yeah. the weight on some of the movements. I wasn't feeling it where I was supposed to be feeling the movement. And yeah. uh, like for me, some of the things that have really worked, especially on the leg press, the hack squat, stuff like that is that, I unwrap the weight and I kind of just hold it there with my, my knees slightly bent and I feel the tension in my thighs right away. Like where I want to feel it, I can feel the load on those muscles. Whereas before I just, I'd unrack, boom, drop. And I found that that it really, the weight, the tension kind of distributed more in the the hips and the lower back. And there's other muscles that were taking the load and it took me multiple reps to really realize that, fuck, I should be working my, my thighs more than I am these other muscles in my trunk. Yeah, exactly. And, and when you get too obsessed with poundages, especially with legs, especially especially with squatting, if you get too obsessed with you know getting you know a new PR and all that, your your form will suffer. And you know, obviously, you're you're going to start transferring the load into onto supporting muscles. I mean, and, that, and now you're getting into powerlifting, and that's it's all you know maximizing leverage. Mm-hmm. But, but but that's not bodybuilding. Bodybuilding is feeling the target muscles working and it's, you don't get that, especially lower body work. You don't get that with the heaviest weights you can do. Like you get that with like focus and getting into higher rep ranges. Absolutely. How about, um, in programming splitting up between quads and hamstrings? Do you find you have to give, I guess it would depend on the individual. Some are a little bit weaker in the hamstring area, some quads like, but in general programming, if someone's, fairly balanced, you tend to balance um, quads and hamstrings oh. in the programs. It's tougher to say because I mean, yeah. squats, leg press, a lot of those movements, yeah. they're pretty quad dominant for the most part, but you're still going to yeah. get uh, some hamstring engagement there. And 
deadlifts, yeah, hamstring dominant. You're still going to get some quad activation there too. Well, again, you start getting into dogma again. Like, I, like, I, like when I was coming up, we were taught <laughs> um, like anything with like knee uh, knee flexion, like leg curls. Do that with do that with lower reps because of the muscle fiber type, and then hip extension. You know, deadlifts, RDLs. Um, good mornings. Do that with higher reps because. And then, but again, like that's then you start playing with higher reps on leg curls, and all of a sudden you you, you start getting growth. So I mean, there's you know, there's a time and a place for rules, and but that all it is there's different things you can play with. Yeah. So I do like having um and like on different types of hamstring focus days, like one day being knee flexion, the other day being more hip extension, and then always like adjusting the rep ranges, like maybe for one block doing those higher reps and and the other. You know, doing the lower reps and then switching it around. Mm-hmm. Um, like one awesome thing I, I stole from John Meadows was doing leg curls before squatting. Yep. You know, it's not great for your squat poundages, but it certainly does seem to. If you have trouble activating, you know, your quads and your hamstrings during a squat, it can help you just kind of sink yes. a little bit more into the hole. Yeah, you know? I, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, doing a nice like pre-exhaust drop set or something like that yeah, on the yeah. curl before heading over yeah. to the squat. Yeah, it just, yeah, the squat yeah. just feels better, smoother, and yeah, definitely yeah. a little bit more yeah. mind-muscle connection there. Yeah, little tricks, so many different variations yeah. to, uh, to work yeah. with. Now, um, I know not that long ago you were working with uh, with Chase, and, and you had him doing some crazy stuff. Uh, so program oh, yeah. designers, there's so many <laughs> different like frequencies yeah. and stuff like that. Um, let's see, we can't be talking about legs. I, his legs. Yeah. Now he was in contest prep, and mm-hmm. his legs appeared to have put on some slack. I can only imagine yeah. if he was in maintenance mode or muscle building mode, how much his legs would have grown. But what are what are, what are some of the crazy extreme kind yeah. of uh, stuff that you had him uh, oh. set up to do? Well, as I recall, like we had, we did a lot of twice a day, twice a week. So we we uh, we had a block um, for his pecs that was t- we trained his chest twice a day, twice a week. So like on a Monday and a Thursday, in the morning you do lower reps and the, and at night you do higher reps. And as I recall, we did that for his legs. We definitely split split it into a quad based day and a hamstring based day. And I did progress it to uh, training a boatlet again twice a day, twice a week. I can't. But again, as we started getting into the you know as his, as his show approached. We had to kind of back off on that a little bit, but because his calories were getting pretty low. Yeah. But but um, yeah, man, I, I I threw some disgusting things at him just for that re- reason because he's he's a conditioned, very good you know good athlete who had a weak point. So it, it, if I give him just garden variety shit, it's not going to do anything. Right. You know, because I already know he's working hard. You know, and I already know that you know he's doing the exercises as well. And he's consistent, like all the low hanging fruit. Yeah. So you know, all that was left is now I got to create it with the programming. Yeah. You know? and, and the lifestyle to suit it as yeah. well. Not yeah, everyone yeah. can do twenty yeah. day type type. Yeah. Thing. You've had success in that in the past. I don't know if it was a year ago or so, or you you were doing the same thing for a yeah. short block where twice a day we're good to get in and out. You do your if you're going to do yeah. twice a day, you've got to do that strength focus yeah. in the morning, and then yeah. you pump stuff later on. Uh, if in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Like if if I won the lottery tomorrow, or even just had a nice inheritance for something tomorrow, uh, I would have a, a little gym in my house that would afford me to do that, that afford me to, to like have two workouts a day for like 30 to 40 minutes, you know, lower reps in the morning, higher reps at night. 
Um, I, I just think there's nothing, nothing that I've experimented with, with clients or even with myself that works better. But it, the, the trick is knowing when to not do it. Because, you know, you can do it for a couple of weeks and all of a sudden you just, you can dig a really deep hole. Right. Yeah. yeah. But. Yeah. How about in general? Overall, do you find a, a frequency of twice a week hitting your legs seems to be decent? Or, again, just you know, mixing it you up? You know what? You know, it's funny. I like there's all this talk about different frequencies working, and and I agree. Like some some muscle groups, like four or five times a week, works great for you know until you adapt to it. But um, I think legs is a little bit more. I think twice a week is really the sweet spot in my in my humble opinion. Um, you know, certainly, can you throw stuff in on other days? Like maybe like one set to failure or something. Yeah, probably wouldn't hurt. Um, I'd probably spend that time doing something like calves. Like I'd do calves every damn day, you know, if that was a weak point. Right. Because it'll respond to that. But I think definitely I, I got to agree with the what everyone else is saying, that twice a week for legs is probably probably going to work the best, in my opinion. Yeah, for, for most yeah. people. And again, yeah. it's going to be individual yeah. and see. Yeah. Some people can only handle you know? it once every yeah. five days or something like that. It's, yeah, no, yeah. no hard set rule, yeah. but yeah. Especially yeah, well, if, you, if and again, it's yeah. going to come to strategy, strategically separating those yeah. workouts. I do love. Yeah. I find I can handle twice a week really well. Yeah. When I have a strength focused day and a pump focused day. If I yeah, but killer leg workouts. I think it'd be. But context is everything, though. Like I got a client. He's his upper body's mess. Like he blew out his elbow. He can't do anything. So he's we're training the shit out of his legs like three four times a week, you know. It just you know it's more some days are more core work than anything. Yes. But it but it, but again the context is, is I'm trying to keep him in the game. Yep. You know what I mean? If I tell him just go oh, go sit on the couch, you know it, that's just not going to work for him. So just try to keep him engaged and, and coax some gains out of him. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. I did a plan a few years ago where it was uh, five days a week for one month, but you really have to play around with yeah volume. You, you have your Heavy, yeah. crazy day. Um, but again, you're only like one or two exercises at the most there, and then it's a nice light yeah. day where it's easy, yeah. the nice, the nice stuff that you can handle really well. The isolation yeah. stuff. And, um, yeah, it's just it's you got to manage yeah. manage the, the volume that you're doing each workout and yeah. the type of exercises that are in your selection. So many different methods uh, to use. Totally. There. But I'd say the two biggest takeaways are probably to be. You gotta dig deep, man. You gotta give it everything yeah. that you got with this, yeah. especially with exercises like the leg press, and just find yeah. a way to get that mental switch flipped and just crush yeah. it. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. reps, you know, most people will have a really good idea of what their failure is in like a bicep curl or, or something. You know, legs, especially those bigger leg exercises, like a, especially a leg press, which is pretty safe if you do it correctly. Um, people have no idea. Like they, they, I wouldn't be surprised when someone stops at failure and it's like twelve or thirteen reps. They probably have thirty reps in them. Yeah. You know, it's it. I, you know, every I see it all the time. Yeah. So, I agree, dude. I agree yeah. one one hundred percent there for sure. Yeah. So give her, give effort there. <laughs> Mindful connection. Make make sure technique is great when you need it. I mean, technique should always yeah. be good, but like heavy lifting days, deadlift, everything still you give her yeah. it's a different different experience there. Um, yeah. Try to hit those legs twice a week. Play around with quad days, hamstring days, um, lots of different options they can do. Yeah. It, it really is limitless. Um, yeah, I think our main takeaway is 
is effort. <laughs> yeah. As always, man, step up your game. Yeah, always. Very cool. All right, man. I think that's a wrap. This is a fun topic. Uh, maybe next week we'll uh, talk about building, <laughs> some, uh, building some guns there. It's the best way to build these arms. Absolutely, man. That'll be one of our upcoming conversations. Do you guys have any ideas or suggestions for topics? Feel free to share them uh, down below anytime. You can send them our way. We're more than happy to discuss them. Uh, but that is a wrap for the Physique Mastery Podcast. Catch you next time. See you.